0: Hello, and welcome to blonde brunette and confused the podcast where we share stories unsolicited advice and conversations about life as college students we want to give you the unfiltered truth we know you have not heard from the bbnc
1: gals in a minute it's been a really long time we're excited to reconnect with you and we're here to bring you season 3 and we're really kicking it off with a year of being in COVID college. So as we're recording this a year ago today, our school announced an extended spring break in response to COVID. And when you're actually listening to this, it'll have been about a year exactly since the US went into quarantine mode around March 13th. So we've been adjusting to this for a whole year now and a lot's happened. We've been off campus, we've been on campus, we've been on and off Zoom. Um, We're gonna talk about it. So ladies, do you remember the moment when we got the text that Hofstra was going on extended spring break? Do you remember reactions? Fill me in on what you remember and how you feel now, Lauren?
2: I totally remember
1: because I remember we
2: were all in the boys room and we were all just like sitting on their two beds, just like all together, like doing our homework. I just remember like, I got a text in my sorority group chat being like, we have to push back big little reveal. And I was like, huh, why are we doing that? And then we got the email and I was like, oh, crap. I was like, oh, that's fine. We're just going to do big little reveal in two weeks. Like everything's going to go back to normal and we're fine. But I do remember all of us went into like separate rooms and then we all like called our parents and we're just like, what are we doing? Are we moving out? What should we do? But I remember us all being like in the room and I just went in behind John's desk and was like calling my mom.
0: Yeah, so for anyone who doesn't know, we received Sunday nighttime, like 7pm or something, an email and text from our school saying you guys have to leave tomorrow. Everyone was freaking out. I mean, I have a car so I was just like, I have to pack. But yeah, I ended up bringing Lauren to Connecticut because it's on my way home and handing her off to a parent in a parking lot. You know, so it was just all of us sitting there and all of a sudden we were just like, oh, shoot. I mean, also there was like, Cheers. Because we thought we would come back in two weeks. Oh, yeah. It's like a longer spring break. Mm -hmm. that was just good timing because my parents were in Connecticut and you
2: passed through Connecticut to get to your house because I still live in New York it just worked out perfectly yeah Yeah.
0: I literally pulled right off the highway in the first parking lot I drove through is where I dropped off Lauren (laughs) I mean I waited for a parent they were (laughs) like leave her in a parking lot (laughs) Not a drop and run situation
1: it was a safe handoff but the cheers is one thing that I really remember you could hear throughout the entire building people screaming and cheering because it was like we don't have to go to school tomorrow for me unfortunately cannot drive home and actually my parents were on a road trip moving to Florida so I couldn't get to them I couldn't change my plane ticket so I actually had to stay on campus for like a week until I normally would have left it was so empty and everybody just left right our friends the next morning everybody just packed up and it was so surreal because we all thought that we would just be back in two weeks and that was the last time that we were all in a room together we have not been in like a private enclosed room together we haven't been in a non-public space together in a year now
0: I mean so our like big friend group there's three guys and then Bella Lauren and I so we all came to school last semester this semester only Bella and I are here (laughs) so like last semester we saw each other but we kind of just were like in a field hanging out and this semester it's just Bella and I here yeah lots of fields lots of dinners and we can get to the dinners later because Hannah and I reflect (laughs) a
1: lot that we our friend group didn't really talk because of how our dining rooms are set up now which we can totally talk about but how was coming back to Hofstra to move out for you guys and then adjusting to a completely virtual like at home semester I have literally not been home for that long since high school how was it yeah I mean
0: so My boyfriend, Mike, Bella, and I got a storage unit together. So Mike and I came to move out on the same day he came with his parents I came with mine. So like we moved all of our stuff out together and had to slide like a key into Bella's room so that she could move her things in out the next day. He came home with me after that, which was nice. But so like we just kind of got here and had to like in one day pack everything up, put it all in the vehicle. We weren't really supposed to have more than like one parent in our dorm at a time. So it was just my mom and my dad just kind of wandered outside. i guess i don't know what he did for those hours it took me but it was insane how was moving out for you lauren
2: yeah it wasn't too bad i guess the biggest part of it that was like sad was because i couldn't really plan with like any of you guys and like friends I think I saw you and Mike right I think Hannah and Mike I saw her briefly I saw my other friend Mariana briefly but it was just like so quick because none of us really knew about COVID so we we're just like like distanced by mm-hmm. and these people now like Mariana I was she was home last semester so I haven't seen her in like over a year and it's like this is weird <laughs>
1: yeah and for me i came back completely alone i didn't have any parents to help me but i'm very thankful that i had so many friends here to help me you know hannah and mike with the storage unit my friend sunny drove me to get boxes and tape my friend kaylee helped me move out so these are like friends on the island that were able to help me just get all my stuff but i have never cried like more in one week i was so stressed and exhausted everything is uncertain i'm packing up my whole room alone i literally came back to Hofstra with no return ticket. And when I landed, I had no idea how I was even like getting my stuff into the storage unit. There was just tears everywhere. You know, you're all alone. You're suddenly very isolated. I remember I was literally crying on the phone to my boyfriend Lauren had just left I like broke down because it was hitting me that like my friends are leaving me I'm all alone now and then Lauren walked back in and I'm just crying and she's like are you I can help you like are you okay and I was like no I promise it's like I just need to process this like I'm gonna get through it but I remember I was just bawling and she walks in and I think she's maybe only seen me cry like that like one other time and I just remember she was like my dad and I can help you I wasn't facing nearly as many like serious Boundaries as other kids' words, but you know, when it just hits you, yeah, it was hitting me at that time. I don't know if you remember that, Lauren. I felt so
2: bad because you don't have like a plane ticket, you can like come back to my house. Like, you could, I'm just like, what do you want me
1: to do? I can do whatever you want. (laughs) Yeah, you offered really great support, and I needed to hear it, but I knew I could do it, and I did. And I made it home to Florida. Hannah and I were also moving in like the middle of all of this. Yeah. which is crazy.
0: My parents bought a house that January. So I was supposed to move in in the summer because we like hadn't sold my old house yet nope I got home and my whole family's living at the new house because my brother's school closed like way before ours and so I got there and he was already living in the new house like he was all moved in my parents were all moved in I didn't even have like a bed I had nothing in there my closet the old people who owned it had like broken all the posts and things in it so it was just an empty little square so like I went and lived at my old house for a week my mom stayed with me but I was basically by myself for a lot of it and I had to like pack all my things and try to move and then we like had to go get our school stuff too
1: and so not only are you adjusting to virtual learning we had never like used zoom before never taken virtual tests all this stuff so not only are you adjusting to that but you're also adjusting to like a completely new workspace it's hard breakdowns it can be really hard I was yeah also moving at the same time so the day that I flew back to Hofstra to pack my stuff was the day that my parents moved officially into an apartment in Florida so everything's just like colliding right we all decided to come back in the fall do we want to talk about what that was like like what did Hofstra change the new like rules about how we could see each other the dining room like what really stood out to you
2: Well, first of all, obviously like we all wear masks. We did like the six feet and stuff like that. Hannah couldn't be in our room.
1: I live
0: alone. So the new rules of not visiting people, I sat alone in a five foot by five foot room crying all by myself all the time. So even though she literally lives
1: next door, no one can pass the threshold of your room unless they are living there. So it's hard when you're that close and you still can't bridge the gap Uh, and they closed a lot of our common rooms too Mm -hmm. so you can't even utilize those spaces to see each other so we live in the same building right across the hall Hannah and I share a wall and even then you're isolated it
2: was a lot of like both our doors open like talking through our doors type of thing in the dining
1: halls to elaborate on how this all kind of connects in our dining halls they put up plastic plexiglass dividers little x's that go in the middle of a circular table that separates it into four separate seating areas. It's really great, you know, almost like a spit guard whatever you'd like to call it but it also means you cannot hear what anybody else is saying because it is traveling or not traveling in this case through layers of plexiglass so you can't talk to anybody unless you're immediately next to them and that was really hard for our friend group we sat through most dinners just on our phones or frustrated that we couldn't understand
0: what somebody else at the table was saying I started just texting people at the table which I mean goes against any manners my parents have ever instilled in me but like it was the only only way to actually talk to people like one of our friends he's kind of hearing impaired so he just genuinely no idea what I was saying ever so I just started texting him what I was trying to say
2: yeah like if somebody's like across the table you're like there's no way they can hear me so like I gotta text them I remember doing that with John and Hannah all the time.
1: So again, it's this sense of like, even though you're as connected as you possibly could be in this situation, you still feel so isolated. You're only seeing your friends for one meal out of the day, dinner usually. And then when you are together, you still can't understand them. And we recognize the importance of the protocols that Hofstra put in place. And it's important that we follow them, but it's also recognizing how hard that can be and how much of a toll it can take on you, it can be really, really hard. Another thing too about coming back to campus is I'm from out of state, outside of the neighboring states, so I have to quarantine when I get into New
0: York. Bella's from Florida, so she has to quarantine anywhere.
1: (laughs) Florida. You definitely want to quarantine, and I was happy to do so because it made me feel better about interacting with people, but the first time it was a two-week quarantine. Then the second time it was only four days, which was just like a long weekend, much more manageable, but the two weeks was really hard for me. You get the choice of like three options per meal. So that means you're eating the same thing many, many times, assuming you even like all the options. And I was eating the same meal for like two weeks. Yeah. So the three options every day don't change. The three options every day do not change. So I was eating the same like one to two meals every day for two weeks. And I never want to look at them again. When I went into quarantine for the second time, they did expand the options, but I would not touch anything that I had eaten in the summer. It was, it was too much.
0: And I would go full days without saying a single word. I was the first one of our friends to move in. Well, obviously aside from Bella but she was still in quarantine for like the first three days when I got here I moved in several days before everyone else for some reason is how it worked out but so I went Bella was on the first floor so I went and stood outside her window and um she lost it yeah I would not (laughs) shut up because I hadn't socialized with anyone it was really cute though and concerning (laughs)
2: <laughs> we all visited you like later on when you had like a day left, almost a day left or something. Like we all like went to your window we like, hi, how you doing?
0: <laughs> and then when she moved out, Lauren and I met her at the exit. <laughs> yeah, and helped me carry all my stuff over from one
1: dorm because I wasn't even allowed to quarantine in my own dorm, which makes sense. We have a communal bathroom that's yeah. very risky, uh, but it also means that I'm in a barren dorm room with nothing but like sheets that Hofstra provided. Thank you, Hofstra. But it's very like desolate and sad in there. But again, I saw how others students didn't receive support for their quarantining. Some schools didn't provide any support for them. Some schools like NYU went viral for providing horrendous meals. So I got a safe and free place to stay and warm meals every day. So I'm very thankful for that. And then we all went home for the winter, which by the way, was two months. They wanted us all out before Thanksgiving. So, so it was more than basically, than two months. Yeah, it was basically like summer round two, came back to school and we kept referring to
0: it like it was a new school year. Belle and I keep forgetting that this is the second semester and not just a whole new year yeah so I don't know if you've had that feeling Lauren but it's been yeah, very I, have.
2: I guess it's different because they are back on campus I stayed home this semester so I've just been going from that two months into just like still the same like environment and doing Zoom University. So it's honestly barely hits me that I'm in school. Like it just feels like I have a lot of like life work to do. And like people are just sending me assignments. Like it feels like I'm in a job. Like it doesn't feel like I'm at school because I'm just on my computer all the time. Like instead of like in a classroom. So it just feels like I have a bunch of jobs.
1: Do you want to talk about like coming to that decision to stay home? And Hannah and I can obviously share why we didn't make that decision home. So do you want to talk about that? And like slowly hearing each of our friends choose to stay home which was quite the week it, yeah
0: it was like a three-day period of them all one was like I think I might not and then someone else was like I'm definitely not so that person said I won't and then Laura's like I won't and then my boyfriend was like I won't and then Bella and I were like I'll be there codependency <laughs> well, but yeah talk us
1: through that decision process because I know it wasn't easy you took a really long time to think about it
2: Yeah, it definitely was not easy. I literally spent, I don't know, I feel like a good week just like contemplating what I'm doing because I know that I needed to like tell the housing and get like my money back and stuff if I was going to stay home. So I remember I just like was asking everybody. I was like, what should I do? What should I do? And everyone's like, we can't make this decision for you. And I'm like, I know, but I want you to. (laughs) <laughs> uh, so I made a pros and cons list because I have to, but I realized there's a couple of things. So first off, Hofstra food last semester for some reason was hurting my stomach like every single day and I was like in pain and I really didn't want that again and I also gained a lot of weight last semester so I was just like I don't really want to like go through that again and so I was like okay I have my own food here like fresh fruit and whatever so that's one another reason was I have my dog here I love my parents that type of thing but I was just mentally last semester was kind of breaking down both of these girls saw that I'm like I just want to go home I was like I need to go home and see my parents I can't be here anymore I don't know I was just going stir crazy and I was going insane life wasn't obviously as it usually was but not even that I just I just felt alone I just felt lonely and so I was just like I just want to be home again and so that was another reason like I knew that it would help my anxiety if I just like was staying in the same environment and had a routine and was going through my day like that I don't know. I was heavily debating because I like, I want to be there with the girls, but I was just like, I need to put my mental health first. So like, that was kind of my biggest thing. But yeah, I guess like mental health and food. And I don't know, Zoom University is Fine. Like, it's not fun and it's still like anxious, but I felt like I could handle it for another semester. But I honestly think this was something I really needed. So I think it was a good decision on my part to do.
1: I remember even when you were here on campus in the fall, you were even debating, like, was this the right decision? And you were really thinking about it a lot and struggling with developing a routine at Hofster when things look so different, especially because, I mean, and this is just me inferring but especially because like before everything happened you had developed such like a healthy social and school balance which was just stripped from you right yeah
2: maybe like a week before we all left I was in like such a good routine like I was going out partying whatever I was doing all my homework on time like grades were great my social life was great I was like finally getting over a boyfriend I was like doing great and then literally like it just all went to like my entire like way of releasing my stress was just taken away from me. So I think because going into that semester and not having like a night to just like relax and I was just surrounded by school all the time because it was online and like on my computer just was stressing out and I was just anxious
1: all the time and I just was so sad that I couldn't like release it anywhere so. And you know, I'm completely different where I'm very much a homebody. I'm happy to like be inside for the night. So it hits everybody differently. Right. And I think it really reveals a lot about how you recharge your batteries and whether you're introverted or extroverted and how you recognize, you know, your self-care and stuff. COVID really highlights that. Lauren's definitely a
2: lot more extroverted than Bella and I. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, I just, it just took all my, my fun away.
1: (laughs) So I just, I didn't have anything to do. But I think being back at school was definitely still the right choice for me. And Hannah, you can talk about how you came to that decision too, because it's a big choice, especially when you learn that all of your friends aren't making that decision. It can have a lot more weight. I think for me, it was the fact that my family had just moved. I didn't really have a place to work yet. So my parents moved from an apartment into like their- permanent Al Secondo, maybe like in the last month of winter break. So my bedroom was filled with boxes. I had no stable Wi-Fi connection. I would sit in our laundry room where the router was to take Zoom calls. There's also just the stress of moving and of adjusting. And I realized that being at school where I can make my own schedule, I can know that I always have good resources and good connection was really important to me. But yeah, I think the biggest thing was recognizing what environment I thought I Could succeed in. And that was here at school. And Hannah, I don't know if you relate, because you also moved. So,
0: I mean, I moved. I didn't move across the country. I moved from one part of Massachusetts to a part 45 minutes away from the other area. So like, theoretically, I still wasn't too far from places. No, I was pretty much moved in because we really did that over the summer. And I mean, we also obviously moved into our home a lot sooner than Bella's did. My parents, they drove to Florida where they rented a house and just kind of stayed in it so you know the safe vacation. They've been there since before I left for school and they're on their way back now so it would just be my brother and I at home and yeah so that just like wasn't something I wanted.
1: Yeah I feel like it's about understanding your environment and if you're gonna be happy in it in the long term, you know? Yeah. Um, And we both, we all did that. And we all chose the environment that we thought we would thrive in, but it's still really hard. I think we've all reached the point where I'm completely burnt out and we are only about halfway through the semester, but I reached my burnout point like day one. And every single student outside of our friend group, uh, you know, acquaintances, people I'm talking to over Zoom in classes, every single person has said the exact same thing. They're exhausted. They're burnt out. That's the reality that we've been living through this for a year. And like, we're still expected to
0: perform and deliver at the same levels as before. I'm so tired. A lot of my professors assume that because classes on Zoom and stuff that we somehow have more time to do more homework. It doesn't mean I have more time. Like I just have five minutes extra day where I'm not walking between classes. Yeah, no. So I definitely have some professors who will just give like essentially busy work like obviously some homework it's like yeah that's like a real assignment but there's so many more like discussion board posts that like aren't even really relating to the class and like just so many assignments on top of each other which is insane Mm -hmm. I'm just so tired like
2: our social inequality class that Hannah and I are in literally so our normal like class period is pretty good like people do presentations and we talk about it and stuff but if she cancels class then we have to do a paper and we're like we would rather have class please
0: (laughs) usually the paper is on a video that's already like an hour more so then just writing the paper itself takes the amount of time of the class having to then also like watch a video. And sometimes in addition, she does discussion board posts too. So it's like way more than what class time would be. And then she's also like our regular homework or stuff, just because she's not counting that because she's like, that's class time, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like way more.
2: Well, this is obviously my my viewpoint of it from being home, but just going from like clicking out of Zoom, going into another Zoom and go whatever. I'm taking an astronomy class, which is really actually interesting. Social inequality is interesting. And I have these classes that I feel like normally I would be a lot more interested in, but I think you just get so tired and your eyes get so tired. Like, I feel like professors think that being on Zoom is easier, but I think it's so much harder. No matter how smart you are, your attention span, it's so difficult to like stay attentive to what they're teaching I get distracted from things around the room or I do other work or something like that it's just very difficult to like stay engaged
1: when we first went home some of my teachers did remove assignments that they realized would you know be hard for us to deliver on especially group projects all of my group projects were cut because they realized it would be hard this semester, It's almost like we're right back to normal. I have group projects in almost all of my classes, except for accounting where it would be impossible to have a group project.
0: Imagine doing accounting or finance group project. Like let's solve this equation together. All of my classes have group projects. They all still have
1: the same number of tests and assignments. And like Hannah's saying, there's sometimes even more and it's exhausting. It's exhausting. And let's talk about the wellness days. Hofstra has split our spring break into five wellness days, which I will say, I appreciate having a day off more than having no days off but the wellness days fail to deliver what spring break does which is a week of actually being able to not do anything right yeah
0: this past wellness day the next day I had a test so like I spent the whole wellness day studying which is what I would have done anyways just like with classes as a break basically or I have other professors who like a lot of mine will plan something to be due after a wellness day now is what they're looking to do but then it just means the wellness day I'm just doing a ton of work even if I plan ahead like if it's tests obviously you're gonna keep studying no matter when you started till the last day so like it's not a break Mm -hmm. it's just like, a day to do more work. What did you do this wellness day, Lauren? It, it just happened. <laughs> this
2: well, I also did work. That's when I was debating the heaviest if I was going to take a little. So that was my day of just, like, planning that. But I also have an internship. Unfortunately, something happened in my boss's family. So because of that, I have to take all of her work for the next couple weeks. And my midterms are this week. And so I've just been trying to catch up I just use the
1: Wellness Day to try to catch up on work and try to catch up on stuff. And we can definitely talk about the little and internships and all of that in future episodes. It's very exciting life developments. But I think what you said really rings true about you're just trying to catch up. I feel like I'm constantly just trying to catch up to things and I'm no longer ever ahead of them, which I feel like I used to be. It's really hard. I also recognize that it's a lose-lose situation. It makes a ton of sense that Hofstra doesn't want to and even can't really give us a spring break because students can travel students can gather I understand I really do I'm not saying they should have given us one I'm just recognizing the hardships that we are going through by not having that break it's really hard
2: I think honestly the best kind of perk of being able to do things virtually is like I remember last semester sometimes we wake up late and I just be like oh I'll just like get into the zoom instead of getting ready and having to walk to the course I can just like email a professor like hi i'm gonna take a class online today and they're like totally fine and i just like log on so like i think that's the easiest part and same with tests most tests not all of them but most tests being like open note open book because professors can like recognize that it's like harder to do things online but my astronomy test which is on thursday is not it is respondus monitor and i have to memorize
1: 100 things (laughs) guys respondus monitor Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> Last. When we first went home, I had a professor who I had to email after my exam because respondents blinked at me like, oh, you're talking. This video clip will be sent to your professor. My dog was barking at me because I was the only one home and she can't handle not having attention for long. So I had to like email my professor and be like, hey, you got a notification that I was talking. but Like it was just my dog. Please watch it. Just in case he like didn't li- actually listen to it and was just like, oh, she talked because it was the thing got mad at me like it was like if you keep doing this you'll be exited out and I was like it's a dog
1: I also think you're right Lauren being able to wake up for my 8 a.m at seven forty-five was such a privilege mm-hmm. such a privilege and I used to have a ton of night meetings back to back and I would be walking across campus and now I just click over
0: Bella is the queen of meetings. She has
1: 100 a week. I do have a lot of meetings. And I think that's due to my on-campus job, which we can also talk about. But anyways, I honestly don't remember like what we did before. Zoom is very convenient to be able to talk to people without actually having to find a time to gather.
2: Professor office hours and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just log on quickly because then you'll get more time for help and stuff like that was is definitely helpful. But I think some people can take it to an extreme where you just then are fully online and never they like come to campus or you just never leave your room, which I started to do also. And so then you start to get in a rut and then you kind of go crazy. So
1: I think there has to be a balance. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll leave us with this question. What are some things that you think or hope even won't go away when we go back to normal? Like, do you think we can ever fully remove hybrid classes? Do you think we can ever stop recording lectures? I was telling Hannah, like, I don't think I'm ever going to stand as close to people in line at the student center as I did before. I was like, why was I like right up their back? I don't know. So Lauren, share with me, like, what do you hope? Won't change
2: I hope people keep washing their hands as often as they're washing their hands because that's just nice and like sanitizing
0: also is- like shopping carts in public stores or I was watching this thing about the bacteria that's just like on soda cans like why didn't we clean those things cleaning <laughs> your phone I still cleaned my phone I clean it more often now but people like never did that
2: I do hope that like the sanitizing stays because that's good I think it's the same like I won't stand so close to people I won't like hug a bunch of people People, I don't know like I won't be like super close with like everyone I'm around unless they're like my immediate friend group, but
0: I would like to put out there one thing I wish COVID would instill that somehow and some people it hasn't is so I live in Massachusetts so we go to school in New York so I stop at rest stops on my way here middle aged men in completely empty gas stations and stuff still touch my lower back okay (laughs) like there's so much room and there's a pandemic so I would like the pandemic to maybe inform them somehow like I wish that would happen I don't know how it hasn't but they still invade my personal space oh Oh, slight side note, my favorite interaction is, like, a middle-aged man tried to hit on me at a gas station not that long ago. And my dog was in the back seat, and as soon as he walked towards me, she put her paws on the window, popped out, and, like, growled at him, and he backed away, and I was so proud. I bought her a donut. Daisy's usually just super friendly, but I think she could tell I was, like, not cool.
2: I think, honestly, Zoom is a good way for, again, like, office hours if you, like, can't make it, or... Certain meetings and stuff like that. I honestly think Zoom would still be good for those. I think though we should go fully in person for classes though, because I think we'll learn a lot more. I feel like I'm I haven't learned anything in like the past year to be honest. It's very difficult to like retain anything right now. Mm-hmm. I don't
0: even remember some of the classes we've taken in the last oh, year. Yeah. <laughs> when COVID started, the three of us were in the same finance class. Bella mentioned it to me, and I was like, I took finance with you.
1: Yeah, I know I could see Lauren too thinking about it. We did take a finance class together. It is all blur, but I do agree that fully in-person classes would be lovely. I hope the people that have learned virtual learning is better for them will take advantage of that opportunity because there are virtual learning opportunities, but for me, I do prefer the in-person options, but I do miss concerts. Please. Let Bella go to a concert before she explodes. <laughs> I had tickets to see Harry Styles in October. And I still own the ticket because I missed the refund window. So if anyone doesn't want to go to a concert with me, I have a ticket. (laughs) I think
2: another big change was Amsterdam for us too. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to study abroad this semester. And that just obviously went down the toilet. When it was
0: supposed to be this semester, I was going to go, but next semester I'm taking grad classes, so I can't. So yeah. I end like, up not even applying.
1: I think COVID has taken so much of the college experience. And I also reflect a lot that we will be heading into our senior year next semester. And it doesn't feel like that because we haven't really lived through college. We've been very passively experiencing it and a lot of kids get to their senior year and say I'm ready to leave university like I've lived it I'm ready for a new experience and I don't feel that way yet because we haven't had those experiences we're like perpetually stuck in our sophomore year basically I do still feel like a sophomore one thing I will say that I think about a lot is the fact that when everything is safe again And when colleges have parties again, it will be like three years of freshmen all at once partying. Do you think about that? Like there isn't that natural get it out of your system, grow. There is some
0: people who are still
1: partying. There are some people who
0: are still partying. Which um we don't
1: want uh yeah, I think that's also something that really hits me is like there are so many selfish people and they will never like recognize or understand the burden of their actions. Just this week, CU Boulder went viral for having a massive like street party that led to violence. Cars were turned over and destroyed, fireworks were set off. I mean, also regardless of COVID, that doesn't sound okay. Yeah, no, that's not okay. Regardless of the situation (laughs) and the climate. But yeah, it's really really disheartening to see people that are so selfish so many of us have responsibly paused our lives and so many people have lost lives Mm. and so many people have lost you know the ability to support their families
2: get it through their heads that like
1: not partying will make
2: it go away faster yeah. so that we can like get back to normal but you trying to bring the normalcy when there isn't any it's just making it last longer and it's just like making it so much
1: worse positive note to end things on positive note to end things <laughs> on I'm trying um, to think it's hard to find the positives
0: now I'm... I mean positive we did confused moments for a little while I have one that I can do for our confused oh, yes. moment if we want please please bring it in. Bring so it in. Lauren hasn't heard this I had to tell Bella because I was needed to cancel dinner for a little bit so last time I was putting on a sneaker and I was just tying my shoe. It was kind of in the air and I fell forward and tried to land on my bed and my face smacked like the metal bit. I'm like, okay, there is like scratches on my face from it and like a bruise, but I had to like text Bella and be like, hi. I'm bleeding. Let's not go to dinner right now. Oh, I know. I oh was God. And then I texted my mom to tell her because my parents are going to see me later this week. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to bruise or not, but in case I am, and I forgot to tell you, like, this is what happened. And my mom thought I was my brother. So she was like, call the neighbors and I was like why would I call our neighbors and she was like in case you need help and I was like I live in New York (laughs) but so my mom talked to me for like 10 minutes and she genuinely thought I was my brother um which was really fun and I was like why would I call this poor couple who like live next door to us like what are they gonna do and then this morning my dad texted me and was like how's your face and I was like it's fine and then he just said ice and that was it and I was like thanks dad I'll ice now (laughs) That was my confused moment. Lauren looks worried, but I think it's funny.
2: I guess it's more worrisome because I wasn't like there. So I went to hear you about
0: it now. is more worrisome. We're really thankful I didn't break my nose or lose a tooth. Thank you all for listening. To stay up to date on new episodes and a look behind the scenes, follow us at BBNC Pod on all social media, Instagram, Twitter even Pinterest. It's also a great place to contact us, let us know what you think, and give us topics you want to discuss. Finally, share our podcast with anyone you think may be interested. Thanks so much for listening. You're all shining stars.